Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Susan Bentz. We kick off Season 6 of Bubbler Talk with a question with a Lake Michigan theme. Where did the rocks that form the Milwaukee breakwater come from, and how did they get there? Larry Sullivan knows a lot about the structures. He's chief engineer with Milwaukee's Port Authority. It was built by the uh, federal government to create a harbor of refuge for boats to get away from the storm. The breakwater, you can say break wall if you prefer, is about a half mile out into the lake and is nearly four miles in length. The system was built in stages, starting in 1881 at its north end near McKinley Park, and then grew to stretch just shy of South Shore Park in Bayview. Milwaukee's harbor was and remains a Great Lakes shipping hub, and Sullivan adds, additional valuable real estate lies within the breakwater's protective walls. The sewage treatment plant, Summerfest, the art museum, the harbor facilities, there's maybe a billion dollars worth of infrastructure that breakwater protects it. The more than century-old structure has evolved over time. Rocks, smaller ones at the bottom to sometimes 10-ton monsters at the top, add protection to the stretches of concrete-reinforced wall most buffeted by the waves. The stone is quarried as far away as Wausau in Marathon County and as near as Sussex in Waukesha County. That's where Bob comes in. My name is Bob Stanek. I'm with the Army Corps of Engineers, and I am the Chief of Operations and Maintenance for the Lake Michigan area. We meet at the northern edge of the breakwater just north of McKinley Marina and south of Bradford Beach. This Milwaukee system represents four out of 13 miles of breakwater and other structures around Lake Michigan that Stanek says are in constant need of attention. They're old. In Milwaukee, for instance, it's actually a timber cribbing. So if you can imagine Lincoln logs, you put them together, and then they're filled with a small rock. And then on the outside of that, you have steel sheet piling and then a concrete cap on it. Concrete doesn't last forever. Right. And a lot of these structures were built in the 30s. So Stanek says there's more than age at play. Waves can have their way with the man-made structures. There was a rock, a stone, in Sheboygan on the north break wall that was about eight tons, and a wave picked that up and put it on top of the break wall. So that's a lot of force. <laughs> Stanek oversees the mobile maintenance team that tends to the most acutely in need breakwaters. Usually around April 1st, they uh, leave the harbor up in Kiwani. That's where they winter over. And then uh, they usually don't get back until sometime in November. So how big is that crew? Uh, we have, right now we have 10 people on the crew. We have um, two tugboats, the crane barge, and a couple of scows or barges. And it uh, takes 10 people to run that. The floating team must be fearless and precise. The crane operator, he actually picks each rock out of the barge, specifically looking at the hole that he has to fill. Wow. Uh, the shape of it, and he'll, he'll spend time moving it around. The idea is to get at least three sides of the stone touching another stone, so it really locks into place because that uh, wave energy is incredibly powerful. The next time you'll see the Mobile Army Corps crew in action will be next October. They'll be working very close to this northernmost spot on the Milwaukee breakwater as its perpetual maintenance continues. Support for this season's Bubbler Talk comes from Educators Credit Union, a member-owned credit union dedicated to helping those who live and work in Wisconsin make informed financial decisions. More at ecu.com. What's got you scratching your head about the Milwaukee area? Submit your question at wuwm.com slash bubbler talk.